Hello, and welcome back to Vox Popcast, the weekly pseudo-academic roundtable of pop culture analysis with drinking and swearing. My name is Christopher Maverick, but you can call me Mav, and I am once again here with my co-host, Hannah and Wayne. How's it going, guys? Hey, Mav. I never know. Yeah. Like, I, I always I'm trying to think of something clever, and sometimes maybe, but just thinking about how Chris Evans just recently said that he only has so many autumns left. And that made me think about how I only have so many autumns left. And it's like, yeah, maybe we should all go out and enjoy the leaves more, you know? So many autumns left, like until death? I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) That is so depressing. But he like, I was like, you know, that that's true. We only do have so many. You never know. And I well, or also maybe I was like, ask you what the topic was, but since you're worry. easing into the topic, I'll just introduce our not quite a guest. We also have <laughs> we also have Stephanie is back. Prize guest. Uh, hey, Steph. It's Hi. been a long time since I've been on the show with you. Uh, oh yeah, I guess it has been last time. Yep. Last time Steph was on the show, I wasn't here. So, yep. but for those who are listening for the first time, oddly, um, that's my wife, and she did the show without me for the first time. I guess like a month Barely ago. Barely did the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was so tired that day. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It was great. Okay. I always say I like listening. (laughs) But anyway, sorry, Hannah. So what, what, like you. Okay, that's not the topic. Supposedly way less depressing than that. (laughs) I love the fall. In fact, for the past couple of years, Josh and I have like taken the back half of the week before Halloween through Halloween off from work because we're going to take Halloween very seriously and like have a good time and, and celebrate fall things. And so I, it's like a nice thing. Right. So, like, this is not going to be depressing. Like, we only have so many arms left. Let's think about death um, show if you didn't want that or if you did. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, I was thinking because we did the horror show and mm-hmm. one day we promised to do a mystery show. I've been promising that for like four years. So, like, we'll just keep, we'll keep promising. But, like, <laughs> on that show, we talked about only MERS in the building. And one of my friends several years ago was like, I don't want to watch this as it comes out in the summer. Mysteries aren't a summer thing for me. I want them for the fall. I'm saving this for the fall. And I thought, well, okay, that's an interesting question. Is there such thing as like a fall reader watch, like equivalent to like a beach reader or a summer blockbuster? Do we get in the mood for certain things during fall? Like it seems like everybody and by everybody, I mean a portion of the internet is like, oh, Gilmore Girls, it's autumn. What makes Gilmore Girls a fall watch? I actually got a library book called The X-Hex which is a witchy rom-com book. I'm sure you're surprised by the title. <laughs> and like the blurb on the front's like the perfect fall read. So, you know, like there's like, you know, summer blockbuster season. There's like the like winter where things are like dead in the movie theater and it's like Oscar campaigning. And there's like, you know, other things like, you know, like what do we watch during the fall? And like spooky season's probably a part of this, but yeah, like big open topic. <laughs> Is this a listicle show? I don't know. Are we going to discover something very deep? I have no idea. Are we going to talk about the fall movies coming out and box office game? I don't know. Fall movies? What fall movies? Five Nights at Freddy's just came out. It's going to make a ton of money at the box office and no one could have picked it, I believe, because they didn't even announce it till like February or something of this year. Right. But I watched that on Peacock last night because, you know, like... What did you think? I think the premise was really cool. I really think people need to make make more movies with like puppets especially okay. horror movies i watch slaughter house which is about a sorority house that adopts a killer sloth also on peacock i think or maybe it's on hulu i think it's on either way oh, i started watching 
assuming that just because of the name. <laughs> I believe that is why Hannah watched. Yeah, and I yeah after five minutes, I think I stopped watching. Yeah, five minutes into it, when they the guy at the mall wanted her to adopt the dog that like came up to her, and I thought this is just stupid. Why would they just assume that this dog didn't have an owner? Then the owner came by. So yeah, at that point, I stopped watching. But but the sloth, like the puppet. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Five Nights at Freddy's puppets from like Jim Henson workshop. Very cool. I think Josh Hutcherson did what he could with the role, but I feel like um, the script could have been tighter and like it didn't have to be bloody or gory or anything, but I, I think that there could have been more moments of like tension so that would actually be scary. Um, but there is, yeah. yeah so is it worth like going back to, to continue watching or? Oh, I, I was talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. I didn't oh, realize sorry. that. Was ah. I mean, yeah. Josh and I thought Slother House was was way more than we expected it to be for listeners you know you might be like what what does that even mean especially whenever you're watching a movie called slaughter house like what do you expect it to be <laughs> I, I have high expectations based on the name honestly <laughs> um but you know it's it is it is what it is <laughs> So Hannah has pitched Father House a couple of times in our group chat, and I've not watched it. I knew Steph had seen the beginning of it. It looks like a. Th- I'm not a horror movie guy. We've talked about this on the show before, so I don't. Like, it takes a lot to get me into it. But like, if we were going to do a show on it, I'll do anything for, co- for content, sure. But you know, but, so I think, so I wasn't sure on that. I but. think you would like. Well, I think you could handle both Slaughter House and Five Nights at the Rays because I don't find mm-hmm. either of them particularly scary. I care about scary? I just don't like them. I, I like. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I usually I'm bored. Um, oh, well, then you might be bored yeah. by Five Nights at Freddy's, honestly. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews on it. Like I've, so I'm not, I'm too old to have been, I mean, I'm over the age of 12, so I'm too old to have been like a huge fan of the game. Like the game's like 10 years old, but it's the, it, this movie is like really pitching itself as sort of a, it's a, it's PG 13. And from what I'm seeing, it's a lot of tweens who are very into this. Yes. And, and so like, it, it, and I mean, I mean, I'm saying tweens cause I mean, 12 year olds, I mean, like literally the, it's a horror movie about like a Chuck E. Cheese establishment. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's based on a video game horror, yeah, okay. a horror video game about oh. a Chuck E. Cheese like establishment. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm glad it exists, but, you know, I read movie reviews and I watch movie reviews. And even the critics I like, they're like, eh, yeah, this is, you know, if you're into this sort of thing, this is, this is good, I guess. Like it, the reviews were exactly lukewarm. And I mean, it, it led me to believe that this is just not for me because I'm, you know, a middle aged man and not a queen. And I, I know I pretend to be like, you know, a lot of times we say on the show, I'm a 13 year old girl, yeah. but I'm not. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the, so this one, I think just yeah, isn't for the, me. The only way I was aware of this movie was a friend of mine who posted a picture of her 12 year old daughter and their friend sitting on the couch watching it. Right. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, and, and they seem to be loving it. So. Right. And I think that it's good for things like that to exist. So I don't want I don't want to come off as the old man of this movie. You know, how come? this movie's not for me they like the fact that i enjoyed barbie so much is an accident movies don't have to be for me right like i just happened to really enjoy that one and, and i was able to look and say i think there's something here and this feels like maybe i wouldn't enjoy myself so why unless someone's paying me why am i gonna put myself <laughs> I, I, yeah i think that there was a better version of this and this is not age group wise i think there was just a better version of this movie like i think that from my understanding like the person who like really was in charge of the career direction was like the like involved with the video game and like yeah 
like wrote that like this is like their first script yeah my understanding and, is the guy who produced yeah. the game is producing the film as well and this yeah. is like mm-hmm. his first film so it's a little different and so i think that's part of it i i like john oliver did like a skit uh skit but like john oliver did a informational video on like Chuck E. cheese yeah it, he it wasn't like for his main show like he did one on i think it was yes. like hoas and he was like millennials <laughs> you'll never own a house so like just go watch this Chuck E. cheese thing so, it was brilliant that was i don't know if you ever because steph doesn't i watch john oliver weekly steph watches it when i think to tell you okay you should definitely watch this is that fair like so, when i think on my own yeah, but, but yeah. you don't watch it every yeah. week. I'm, I'm so, not. Yeah, I'm not a right. late upper person. But like, like watching that show, like in the back of your mind, if you are the kind of person who thinks about that, and you could be like, oh, like these like, Chuck E. Cheese places could be a great setting for a horror movie or Absolutely. something. And like, like these like animatronics are creepy. And I had actually never heard of Five Nights at Freddy's till I went to the movie theater and saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is like, a super cool premise. Of course, That's Chuck weird. E. Cheese is haunted. So I was like really into the idea. I just think the movie could have been better, but also I think like maybe the lack of scares, in my opinion, are like mm-hmm. good for like the target audience. And it seems like a lot of like the younger fans are having a good time. So like Mav said, like, you know, what do I care? It, it, like I, I'm glad that like there are some movies being made that like Emily, this is based on a, a video game, but, you know, some horror movies that are trying something different because, you know, like the other big horror movies out right now, and I use big loosely, is a remake yes. of The Exorcist that's like got 22% on Rotten Tomatoes and Salt. It's a, it's a sequel. It's not even oh, a remake. It's a, it's a deep, it's okay. a sequel. I don't understand even like the appeal of the original yeah. one. I could never get through it. Yeah, you're right. It's more tried sequel. many times. I've, I get it. That's what I was, Like I said, I'm not a horror movie guy, but I've watched The Exorcist and I'm like, okay, I get why this is good. Really? Yeah, I get why it's good. Explain get- that to me because I never got it. I think some of that is the, the time of coming out. You know, I, I didn't mm-hmm. see it when it came out, certainly, but I think the it's legendary just because of the sheer shock value of that in 1972 or whatever. It, I think that and I think the investigation of the horror of where motherdom and parentdom clashes with teen rights and teen agency and the dissolution of the church and everything. Like, I think there's a lot going into the Exorcist. I just don't care for horror movies. So I think it's stupid, but I, but I, but like watching it, like, so I'll, I'll tell you the better I mean, maybe, version of it. Maybe I like you Carrie have to better. Be, maybe you have to Carrie be more, does, does more religious to, because I just always thought but I'm church not. was okay. Well, yeah, and I, but the people that I know who rave on Facebook or whatever about the Exorcist and we're excited to see this new version of the Exorcist are somewhat religious. Uh, well, are they also just horror fans, right? Because we don't no. really go to horror movies. You go to more of them, than, or you watch more of them than I do. I don't mm, know that you go to. Not, but not really horror movies. You watch, no, you like suspension movies, I know. But I'm saying even just regular horror movies, you're more likely to, oh, I guess I watch that on TV than I will. Mm. <laughs> and I, you don't even watch a lot of them. No. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah, and that's I. there's aspects of the horror genre I like, but I'm really picky. There's a ton of that stuff I have no interest in watching. Mm-hmm. You, this Five Nights at Freddy's, I, are you, any of you guys aware, and this is betraying my having 10 plus years on most of you it was really small studio, small release. There was a show Saturday morning, live action show. I watched when I was a child called the banana splits. Absolutely. And uh, they, did a horror, they did a horror movie with the banana splits recently. And mm-hmm. I'm going to have to look it up and see what it was called, but it was the same kind of premise of you know, these animatronics come to life and it's a children's show. And you know, there's these four characters and the, you know, it starts out with, kids in the audience and start killing people but yeah and, and it 
I mean, to me, it just sounds the way you're describing this Five Nights at Freddy's is it's the same basic mm-hmm. kind of idea. Yeah. 2019 yeah. film, just called the Banana Splits movie, an American comedy horror film. That's, a, that's amazing. Interesting. Wait, when, when is this coming out? No, it's out. It's oh, it's 2019. Out? 20, 2019. Oh. Yep. Okay. I'm going to the, Yeah. The, the cover has uh, the ape character, Bingo, carrying a, a bloody axe. So. <laughs> yeah, so since we're talking about horror movies, like I'm going to bring up an interesting, well, not maybe not interesting, a, a case of like something that like a release date of this year, 2023. <laughs> Disney remade the High Mansion, which like, yes, get, I don't know if they'll ever make a High Mansion movie that gets above 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. They like basically doubled the score the last time with this one. So I guess I just need to try again one more time. But sure, they, they remade the High Mansion and they released it in July. And Everybody was like, but why? Yeah, didn't <laughs> like, this just come out? <laughs> yeah, like, like, uh, well, why, why not release it in October? In October, when you could at least get families to go, it was a <laughs> baffling, it was a just baffling creative decision. What I imagine they were doing was they're like, well, we can probably get people to go to this during a, during the strikes, and they were wrong. Like, it was, like, it was a movie about the Haunted Mansion. It is a kid's horror movie, and it's I'm sure it's goofy, you know, but like, why? would you release it it's obviously a fall content thing it it, like the marketing for that movie the commercial should have been it's october 26 you've got two kids come here that should have been it (laughs) but instead they're like july 15th come see haunted mansion you're like what no and then no one did and it made like four bucks at the box office because it was just like why what were you thinking so like is horror limited toward for a lot of people to the fall because like we we did have megan like make way mm-hmm. more than anyone expected in january which is you know yes. mm-hmm. absolute dead zone traditionally in the movie theater well um, it's also a very it's a big january is traditionally a big horror movie dumping zone because i think people who are actually horror fans like low budget horror fans you know the megan was made for like 15 dollars in pocket change right and by the way i very much enjoyed megan steph and yeah. i did watch that i and and, and we enjoyed megan but or at least i did you enjoyed megan right yeah yeah so i think that if you are a devotee of a genre i think you can put stuff out anywhere and january is a you know is a wasteland of movies so why not own the box office but i think that for people who are going to see things seasonally right like like you could probably make a christmas movie and drop it in july and hannah and i would watch it because we're weird nerds about christmas movies, right but if you're trying to but if you're trying to make money on your christmas movie you drop it on hallmark or netflix after thanksgiving and before you know Mm -hmm. and before christmas and that's just that's the zone that like america has decided that they're they're willing to watch christmas movies and the american pop culture audience has decided we will watch things from the day after thanksgiving until december 26 and then we're done you know like so like that's your month so what is the what i think we're talking about this episode is what is that for fall is it just halloweeny spooky season things because i think that's part of it is it thanksgiving things what is the fall season not just for movies for books for content what do you do say autumn yay pumpkin spice <laughs> playoffs what do you mean baseball huh? pumpkin spice, pumpkin spice. Oh, the playoffs just oh, pumpkin yeah. spice everything pumpkin yeah I, okay I, I don't get that either pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah i mean it's good though <laughs> I, I've, I honestly i've never been i've never had it I, so full disclosure but i am kind of curious but then i don't 
spend. I just buy coffee. I don't want to spend money on. Well, but just, you can get pumpkin spice anything now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like pump, pumpkin spice. I like pumpkin pie. So you do. Yeah, Steph does like pumpkin pie. So that's. You I'll, might, tr- I'll yeah. try it this year. I'll try it. I think I had a pumpkin beer once, and I wasn't crazy about it. So it's hard <laughs> to find a good pumpkin beer. Like some of them, you can't taste the pumpkin, and some of them, it's like, oh no. But but some are quite good. The Noda beer, pumpkin beer, is quite good. It has it's well balanced with the spices. I don't. Mm. I think it's called Gorgeous or something. I really have not done any research at all for this episode, and I think <laughs> listeners will be able to tell. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, like even with drinks, right? Like cocktail bars have like seasonal cocktails, seasonal non-alcoholic cocktails. That there's a rotating seasonal draft menu. There's like a rotating dessert menu. People have certain desserts. Like I, I actually, despite my love of pumpkin spice drinks if made properly really love sweet potato cheesecake and we make it every year now there's there's like things to do to get into fall like like josh and i spent all yesterday wandering through a corn maze for the first time in like i'm so jealous yeah Ooh, that That, sounds that was one of the reasons i asked to to, to be on the show because you said that you were doing that and i was like i want to do that and um the corn maze sounds amazing I've asked you to go to like haunted houses. Yeah, that sounds boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah y'all didn't. <laughs> right, y'all, so, y'all, didn't, y'all didn't grow up in the country working in a cornfield. <laughs> no. Actually, actually, not. Have you gotten not, lost in cornfields, Wayne? <laughs> you, you, we, we, friends and I would put like three acres of sweet corn in every year and get up at got off a clock in the morning, pick it, drive into town, and sell it out of the back of a truck. Yeah, not the same, but I did spend <laughs> some of my grandparents grew corn. So I spent some non-negligible amount of time picking corn and like shaking <laughs> it in my childhood. So that is different than the corn maze experience. I understand that. Yes. So so you it's just you have to kind of escape from the maze or figure a way yeah. out of it? Or yeah. do they have like people hiding or anything? Thing. So that's a haunted corn maze. I'm not interested in that. But the but the 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 non haunted corn maze is just like they plant a giant field of corn and then <laughs> cut a maze into it. And the one we did, they gave us clues. Um, mm-hmm. So um, to help us get through the maze at certain waypoints um, and flags, <laughs> and they basically have someone staying in what looks like a giant lifeguard stand, but like corn mazes, and they give you a flag in case you need to raise your it, flag for help. It, it, it is an escape room with corn. <laughs> Yes, but like actually enjoy. So it. Did you clues on like the directions to get out? Oh, they do. I just assumed you had to like left hand rule it yourself, or you know, that you was, want. I mean, the one we did, they gave us clues. I, there, I'm sure I, the the ones I did in my childhood, they just plopped you in and were like, "Go." I hope you come back. It's time to get on the bus. <laughs> can you just plow your way and into the corn never, if you really had to? Yeah, oh yeah, you can. You can walk through. Okay. You can just do a yeah. straight line through the corn. Oh, that's lame. Though. I want to. No, I want to. Well, I was thinking like that. Yeah, you'd like the haystack ones and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, like I've gone through haystack ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like the idea of it. So, again, I'm not afraid of haunted houses. I find them boring and stupid. The idea that, like, an experience is someone jumps out and yells at you, that doesn't sound pleasant to me. I've done it. It seems irritating. You know what would make the haunted house fun is if you were allowed to punch the people who jump out at you. That would be great. <laughs> See, I, I admire the creativity that goes into creating it. Yeah. You know, the, yeah me too, the, actually. The, 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 yeah, the costumes and the lighting and all of that stuff. I'll but also I, say I've worked it one and it's much fun it's much more fun oh, yeah, you've but, been but, on the other side yeah but, but <laughs> yeah, I, that's great yeah, i don't get a lot out of just visiting them and going through for the jump scares or whatever either yeah but i understand the the appeal mm-hmm. of the setting of it i you know, i have a fun yeah, for, for halloween themed stuff i don't participate in a lot of it 
Wait, I want to hear about your experience being part of the haunted house. Oh, I helped build one for like high school at some at some point. Oh, I thought you were one of the characters. I might have been. I don't remember. It's I did, not, it, it, that would be fun. Yeah, fun I, I mean, building it was the fun. Yeah, yeah, I did it once in a barn in the country when I was in high school, and, and yeah, just I had a mask on, and there was a little yeah. doorway, and I just boo, you know, whatever. Um, and we also, yeah, I mean, stuff like that, like maybe. It, it, it's one of those things, like, I, I think I said this on the show before, like, I hated SeaWorld. I grew up near SeaWorld. It's, it was the worst part, not just because of the abuse of the animals, but also that. But, like, literally, even in the best of circumstances, SeaWorld is you getting to go and watch other people have fun. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, you see, hey, look, that guy got to ride a whale. That seems awesome for him. What am I doing? <laughs> and, like, I, like, uh, like I, I just got wet. <laughs> yeah, and I just right. have to sit here and be splashed on. This is not interesting. So I've always hated that. And I don't like the, you know, like uh, there's a lot of activities like that where just watching just doesn't intrigue me. And I I understand like it's odd because I'm a sports fan. Like I love watching football. I like basketball. I like baseball. Yeah, but you don't want to really be one of the football players. I love football. I love football. Come on. Well, you know, I got I've got four one speed. You'll never catch me. I have one working knee, kinda. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I understand your point. But yeah, I mean, I've never enjoyed a haunted house experience, okay. but but I would, but I, I will say, Steph and I, a few years ago, we did do a zombie run that involved, a zombie that run I enjoyed. A zombie run is a zombie run is like a five k race, but they plant people who are dressed as zombies along the way, and basically, if you get tagged, it's like flag zombie. Yeah, you, yeah, you have, yeah, you have flags on a belt, and if they and if the zombies grab both of your flags, you're out of the race. So you've got to you, you've got to run the three miles. Along Along the course with and finish and dog zombies, not get, but not yeah, but not get tagged by a zombie on yeah, the way through, through the woods. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and that's yeah. Not, that's fun because well, like, now it's interactive. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, well, and, and Pittsburghers had. I mean, with you know, Night of the Living Dead, we're just zombie capital here, and there have yeah. been there have been. I guess any, I should have pointed that out. Yeah, yeah, there have been any number of you know, just zombie walks. Just you know, like we, I, I don't know if we still hold it. There was a time we had the record of the most people dressed as a zombie in, in one spot. Yeah. Um, Monroeville. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the Monroeville Mall is the scene of, of the, that second Romero film. But you know, I remember um, doing dressing up like a zombie and, and doing a bar crawl on the South Side you know, years mm-hmm. ago. Oh. But there was also at you know at one of the we at Phantom we set up downtown. There was a a zombie day downtown in Market Square, and we were set up as Phantom the Attic, and there were a gazillion people coming through in zombie makeup, mm-hmm. playing you know the just this this giant zombie fest Zombies. downtown. The zombie should have been playing, but they weren't (laughs) yeah and yeah friends of mine played and i mean bright sunny all saturday afternoon Mm -hmm. filled with zombies in downtown pittsburgh but let's say that's something that i know other cities do that but it's a thing here i live a block and a half from a giant mural of of tom savini painted on the side of somebody's house in a neighborhood where i run into famous makeup artist by the way yeah Uh, local celebrity tom savini yeah has set up at comic-con like literally next to me and talked to me all day so yeah like say i I live a block and a half from this house with this giant tom savini mural or i can just run into him at the grocery store which i do all the time (laughs) so so, he's he's one of those oh yeah you're a celebrity the mural himself no, 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 it's no he's, he's, he's legit famous. It's yeah. just that if you're in the scene here, yeah. you forget because 
like he's like a legit famous Hollywood makeup artist, yeah. or he's just the guy that you hang out with at a con. Some- yeah, he has a makeup school, a special effects makeup school south mm-hmm. of the city that you know, people who graduated there have gone on to giant careers mm-hmm. in, in Hollywood. He's in Dust Till Dawn. He plays Sex Machine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. You, that, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. From the name, I, I would think I might. But... <laughs> the character in the movie Dust Till Dawn, Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney are in it and Robert Rodriguez movie. And he is one of the guys that survives, not to the end, because almost nobody survives to the end, but he's one of the guys who's in the bar who's not a zombie when the movie starts. And his gimmick is he's got a gun that is um, disguised as like a cod piece in his belt. Like it's like a belt with a cod piece in it and the cod piece flips open and there's a pistol. That, so like basically he's shooting people with his cock. Like, like, oh. yeah, and just the physics of that because recoil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you all. I did not yeah. expect to hear like like for this episode to go this direction. I had no idea what I was thinking. When Savini is asked to cock his gun. Oh. <laughs> That cod piece also shows up in the movie Desperado. Yeah. Like, they don't wear it there, but they but Tom Savini wears it in Dusk Till Dawn. And then in the movie Desperado, Salma Hayek's character is going through Antonio oh, Banderas's okay. stash of guns. And she's like, what is this? And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I might not have seen Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, really? Well, is that the movie that they made because they had the actors and all everything? Did they make it like right after another movie? No. 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 What am I thinking of? I don't know. <laughs> they, you were telling me they made like, I think the movie that Johnny Depp was in that and they I thought it was Tustle Dawn. There's a Harvey Keitel movie that literally the same cast is is in another movie that came out the same year because they had like two weeks left on the set. <laughs> but like, I wonder if that's what you're talking about. Uh, and I don't remember what it's called. It's like Blue something. Blue in the Face. Blue in the Face and Smoke. Are they the two movies? Oh, wait, Harvey Keitel was in Dust from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, I think maybe you're talking about Blue in the Face and Smoke, which are two movies that came out in 1995. Yeah, um, Blue in the Face is 89 minutes long with a budget of $2 million. And it's literally because they were filming smoke and they were just like still there <laughs> so <laughs> they're like let's write a movie right now so i'm wondering if you're talking about that but i don't dust till dawn is a big movie so i don't know what you're thinking of i mean i can believe that there's a story that you're relating to this but it's not dust till dawn dust till dawn is a big budget like you know probably 20 million dollar movie so that wasn't you know that they was didn't my... make anything after dust till dawn i mean it's got sequels it's got several sequels the, the, the dust till dawn sequels are called texas blood money and the the hangman's daughter, I think. <laughs> I don't. We've hijacked Hannah's show. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Eventually, at some point in time in this branching conversation, I thought, oh, this is the time when everyone watch you, watches You've Got Mail and when Harry met Sally, because apparently Meg Ryan okay. w- walks around in the least. Do I know how? I, I can't pinpoint where, what made me think that in my memory so i did a different podcast a while ago a couple years ago back when i was being on every podcast every week i think it was danny anderson's sectarian review but i'm not even sure where we were talking about are there thanksgiving movies mm-hmm. and people were talking about plane trains and automobiles being you know a thanks it's explicitly a thanksgiving movie and then you're sort of done like what else is there? there there really isn't anything else so i'm wondering you know is that part of this is the meg ryan assance also part of that i mean i don't think <laughs> like, it's i don't think it's thanksgiving i mean they celebrate holidays in right those movies but i think the problem with thanksgiving is it's a holiday that everyone hates well that's not true that's <laughs> projection but like you know you know like the joke of thanksgiving is that like 
everyone is miserable and the origins aren't so great and if they're thanks terrible if they're thanksgiving movies they they have to be family dramas right or and Mm -hmm. or like you know i when i think about thanksgiving i think about like friends because they did like a tv show yeah like they did a thanksgiving episode every season i believe and like it Mm -hmm. made sense because like new york Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Yeah, well, the friends give. Yeah, the friends giving thing. The friends giving. Yeah, like it was. I guess less miserable because, with the exception of a couple episodes, I think there was no family. It was like your friends are your Mm -hmm. family because you're separated from your family. I really love my family. That's not commentary. This is my hatred of Thanksgiving. It's not commentary on my family. (laughs) I swear. But you know, when I think about Thanksgiving entertainment, that's what I think of. Or like you know, other shows. I think probably in the Friends model have replicated things. Thanksgiving stuff like I know Brooklyn Nine Nine did some Thanksgiving mm-hmm. things, for instance. Monica's not here right now, but um, she she would at this point bring up the Gossip Girl. Yes, um, well, yeah, yes, she would. Bob, every year. Bob's Burgers mm-hmm. has a Thanksgiving episode every year, mm-hmm. and like you know, and like and I just feel like season three overall of Parks and Rec fits this like fall model. It's not Halloween or Thanksgiving, but it's about the Harvest Festival, which you know. Mm-hmm pumpkins hey ferris wheels and you know brooklyn 99 did like big halloween heist episodes every season and now i'm thinking about Grey's anatomy and like <laughs> so 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 thanksgiving brings you back to another food thing much like the pumpkin spice i'm sure this is a regional hannah you probably are completely unaware of this but the the chain here eaton park has mm-hmm. the goblerito what is the goblerito is that like it's a turkey a, burrito? It's a turkey burrito. It's exactly a turkey burrito. <laughs> it's a burrito with turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce and mashed potatoes all rolled up and covered in gravy. And people here... Pittsburgh! Lose, I blame Pittsburgh. People lose their minds Pit- over yeah. the return of the Gob Burrito. Uh, I blame Primanti Brothers. Primanti Brothers is a good thing. No, The Gob Burrito is not. Either of those <laughs> things are good things. Yeah, I don't. How, how dare you even use them the in the Earl same of sentence? Sandwich. Yeah. He's the originator. Yeah, I, uh, of this. You know, I, I had a gobblerito once, and my thought was, "Yep, that's turkey and gravy." So you'd rather have them separated, right? I yeah, I just I don't see the the point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, if you're in a rush and you have to eat a full yeah, I, Thanksgiving dinner, yeah, I get yeah. <laughs> when you eat in the car, and I, yeah. I like the traditional Thanksgiving dinner, you know, and all the fixins. It just yeah, it, it's just I, I guess it's not bad if someone gave me a gobblerito, took me out for a gobblerito, I'd eat it. I just I don't yeah. quite get. The, oh my god, the gobblerito's back! I would separate. I'm no thank you. But also remember. Remember that Mav and I, for years, have argued on this very show about turkey. And I love turkey, and Hannah's weird. Um, or, or I, I want my guests to actually be able to eat something that's not dry. Uh, Mav, you're doing the turkey oh, wrong. It depends how you cook. It. Yeah, you're doing the turkey wrong. Yeah. My turkey's not dry. Well, my I, mom used to always make dry turkey. I, yeah. and my brother yeah. makes really juicy turkey. So, it's really good. So do I. I, I, I will also say, and Mav, that wasn't a comment on your cooking. That was just a comment on my childhood. I will also say yes. that, like, <laughs> I've had decent turkey, and the best turkey I've ever had is still not as good as chicken or duck oh, you, oh. or goose. I thought you were going to say a goose. Yeah. Or goose. The goose is the steak of the air, Mav. I'm like, me, me, me. <laughs> oh, it's 100% again, a we've, thing. Yeah, we, and we've talked about, yeah, we've talked about this on episodes before. Like, I, just going back, just a shout out to Valentino, who hosted the thing that Wayne and I did last week. Listen to last week's episode. We we played the Superman show where we where Wayne and I were at a conference in Cleveland and Valentino who listens to the show he said his I guess his favorite moment of the show was talking about the barbecue grills and the fact that I had like five 
yeah, <laughs> and you, and I, I listened to, the, to this week's episode, uh, and I had forgotten. Like he he makes some comment about you having five grills, and he makes some comment about having five pets, and I just chime in one for each grill, and I completely forgotten that. <laughs> <laughs> what that does that the, mean? Yeah, and that was the reaction from the the crowd as well. And it's just like you know, I'm I'm, I'm not right by the mic, so you have to be listening. Like, oh shit, I'm I'm yeah, I'm that- evil. <laughs> well, my first thought was you cook something for each pet on a different. Show. Then my second thought it, was it, the uh, evil thought. It definitely came across <laughs> as we were advocating the, the barbecuing of cats. And, oh, <laughs> and, like, Jane, and, how every, you? and everybody in the crowd's like, dude. <laughs> became the, quickly became the heel of the, the talk. After the Superman talk. It was weird. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, the arch villain. There we go. But yeah, but yeah, like I think as far as activities of the fall, I really like barbecuing in the fall. I mean, I like autumn, fall, whatever. I like barbecuing and I do that in the summer as well, but, but I probably will. Um, you could just like do so much more in the fall because it gets cooler. You want to be outside more. I don't know. I don't like being outside when it's too hot. Die. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. this is the end of mosquito season. Please, please, please. Although it's like 80. Well, yeah. What about tick season? Lanternfly season is ending, which is, oh, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know about where Hannah lives, but where Wayne, Steph, and I live, we have for the last years been in the midst of an infestation of lanternflies, which are an invasive species. They're not. We don't know why. I don't. I'm sure someone knows why. I don't know why. But like two years ago, the lanternfly came to the Pittsburgh area, and it's been unbearable. Yeah, they're yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. But they're disappearing towards the. It's, oh it's yeah, cooler. and they're slower too. Yeah. They're so, easier to kill now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, we can. You know, like, I'll. That was the nice thing about. Not that I have anything against your family. But the nice thing about during the pandemic was Steph and I, there's only two of us. We don't have kids. We rarely cook on Thanksgiving. We just go to your mom's house or your brother's house where there are much more people. And so during the pandemic, I like, like, oh, it's just the two of us. I'm going to make us a turkey. So, you know, smoke the turkey. And now I've got my brand new smoker just like dying. Like the thing is sitting on the back porch going, make a turkey, make a turkey in me. And, and, it, and it really yeah, needs. You should make a turkey. I should. Yeah, I, I might have to do that. Like, all, we always need food. <laughs> always like, what are we going to do for dinner? <laughs> if we had a turkey, that question would be answered a lot. And, well, yeah. And it's time right. for soups. Like, mm-hmm. give me a soup with a nice, warm, crusty, like, loaf of bread. Like, butternut squash soup with a little bit mm-hmm. of goat yeah. cheese. Pumpkin soup. Oh, pa- Panera's uh, squash, autumn squash soup is good, by the way. Stephanie is a Panera's addict. I don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the foods are, are good. Like, the yeah, the autumn squash soup is really good. How many good. times a week do you go to Panera's? Like, I don't know, four or five times? <laughs> a lot. Because I work at Panera's. I do my grading. You work at Panera's. You yeah, choose yeah, work. Like, I like, do work at Panera's. But no, but, you're, but, but you say that like, uh, like, I'm, like, like you're employed by Panera's. I know. That's no, why I clarified. I mean, no, I mean, you, you office should. is literally a block. Yeah. Maybe they should employ you to advertise for them. Yeah, should. Yes. Yeah. If you're listening, Panera. Yeah, Panera, we're happy to be paid to run your ads. We're, yeah, we're, I would just, I would talk for just free food. <laughs> Super expensive. <laughs> well, yeah so, yeah, so Steph hangs out there. Like, I, I mean, I guess it's not hanging out at your office, but like, it's just, it, it was it two blocks from your office? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Maybe three. Yeah. <laughs> do you walk or do you, you don't drive over there? Do you, you literally walk from your office to Panera's? Well, either like I'll drive to Panera's, then go to my office afterwards, or I'll drive to my office, park there, then walk to Panera's, come back. No, but like on a day, on like a school day, on a day where you're as a teacher. Well, like well. a Friday. I don't go there except on really on Friday. Oh, so you don't go four times? Well, I go, sometimes I go to Panera's more than once a day. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! I feel like Mav is discovering some things live on this show. Well, yeah. Well, because I'm not. How could you? It's not like I mean, like she does it while she's at work. It's not like I'm there. I don't. I mean, yeah. so there's no. Sometimes I go there for lunch, go to, back to my office, and come back for dinner. Especially if I'm waiting for you for some reason. Uh, well, this semester I'm not working. Like, so, yeah. So last year, last semester in the spring, I had a night class, and so Stephanie and I are both professors, but at two different schools currently. So her school is down the street from my school. I teach at the University of Pittsburgh. She teaches at Carlo. And usually what will happen is Steph has a parking space in the Carlo lot, but I don't have one. And I mean, I just, I pay for parking in the Pittsburgh when I drive in. So usually what happens is Steph drives me to work, drops me off, and then she goes to work. So last semester, since I was teaching a night class on a day where she decided that she was going to wait for me, she would just be, you know, like she's, she would have to stay there till 9 p.m. and I, and it, or go all the way home and come all the way back and get me. So it made sense to do that. I assume that's why you're, why you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, you have meetings, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even this semester. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, I don't know. Paris is a very fall place. Do they have pumpkin spice stuff in Paris? Probably. I imagine yeah. everybody has pumpkin spice yeah. stuff. It is so weird. I did want to, I wanted Steph to tell her haunted hayride story because I've never, I've, I don't, maybe I have done a haunted hayride. I don't know. Really? That, we should go on a haunted hayride if, if you've never done one. You hated the haunted hayride. It's what are you sounded, talking about? You're going to tell the story, which is going to make them. it sound unpleasant. I don't hate them. <laughs> okay. What is your hayride story? Did she right. insisted for a longest time that I was on this hayride. No, and I did, didn't. And no, I was like, that wasn't I me. never <laughs> insisted that I knew this is before I met you. Okay. So I've never insisted. This is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All never, right. So this is before I met Mav. A friend and I decided to go to this haunted hayride in Pittsburgh. And so we went there. And this is like a long time ago, like at least a couple of decades ago. Well, we've known each other for 25 years. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe three decades. Wow. <laughs> well, I am old. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we got on the on the little, what do you call the thing where they like the, they, like the trailer kind of thing where they, you know, pull the hay on trailer. Buggy. I don't wagon. know. I'm yeah, not a farm yeah. person, Wayne. What we, are you? We I mean, I wasn't that. there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, trailer works. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. So yeah, so we got on that, and then like I sat by this uh, the straw man thing, and so we just started going along, and I was just kind of curious. I'm like, oh, I wonder if this like what's going on with this the straw man guy here beside me. And so I started like poking in. I'm like, okay, it, it feels like straw. Like then I started digging a little further down. Like okay, still straw. <laughs> and then like eventually I like got to the point where like <laughs> where I got to his actual bone or body. <laughs> I'm like bone, his body. His body. Well, like you know, you could feel the. He was like. Turns out he was a scrawny kid, so he's very kind of kind of bony. So, so yeah, clearly, it wasn't straw at some point anymore. And then, like, I screamed, and then everyone on the, the trailer was like screaming and like laughing and stuff. And, and he just like he didn't even move. He just like sat there. And his thing, his whole thing was like at the end of the ride, he would get up and like scare everyone. Oh, it turns out all along he was a person yeah. and then, so he did that and, but like nobody you know everyone knew that he, he was he was a person at that point and then he got mad at me and then he's like what did he say oh you just didn't know you just don't know how to leave well enough alone do you and he was like very like clear so anyway yeah i'm like he's right i don't know how to leave well enough alone 
Because I've always been like a, a curious person that kind of like pushed boundaries, probably. So now you want me to replicate this? Have, but what? what? So you want me to replicate this, and you want me to go so that I can help you terrorize some poor high school student who's just trying to make you know minimum wage? No, it was it was really well done. They really put a lot of hay around him. Like, <laughs> like it took a long time to figure out. So okay, so 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 that means it was really well done. So I'm you're like, let me that. take if it that apart. Happens, if that happens this time, I'm just gonna assume that the, that it's a person. Person. I'm not going to even like go it. Yeah, that's what I'll do. It's just the best case scenario. You're like disassembling these people's hard work. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. No, not. I was just kind of moving stuff temporarily aside. <laughs> I, I feel like maybe the hayride people in charge should have just been like, don't touch anything. Like, I do think that. Should have like, said that. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, you didn't know he was a person, but I feel like better job of like setting expectations and being clear because like there's yeah a, they should have there's totally a difference between like touching like a scarecrow decoration even if it's not the best idea and like touching a person mm-hmm. and so like i think as an employer you can you know protect yourself your employees and your guests by being like maybe don't touch anyone yeah. <laughs> or anything. Because I, yeah. I was thinking that. And then I thought maybe they didn't say that because then it would give away. Maybe they just didn't expect anyone like me to be on their <laughs> thing. I didn't expect a, kind of an some, anomaly. Didn't expect someone with a scarecrow fetish to, to be on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want him. Like, I was sitting right by him and I just didn't want him like getting up and scaring me. So it was yes. kind of like. <laughs> so so see, see, that's the problem right there. So she did suspect that maybe he was a person yeah. at this point. And so, well, so, no, so that, I didn't know. I honestly didn't know. But you thought there was a possibility. So, yeah. like, you know, there. And so, I didn't want him, like, terror- yeah, terrorizing me. <laughs> so now you're, now you know there's a possibility. So now you're, like, you're in this weird situation where if this is a real person, I'm now undressing them. Okay, but, so next like, time I will no- just not sit by any scarecrows who may or may not be people underneath. <laughs> I I now no longer want to go on hayrides. <laughs> we did we did actually have the option to yesterday, and then I looked at how crowded people were in like, and this is like not a scary one. It was just like a hayride. How crowded people were in a trailer, and I was like, well, I don't want to get sick on my vacation. If there was ever a way to get sick, you know, like in a crowd of people, it'd be like mm. being squeezed together yeah. in this little yeah, hayride. It does seem very COVID horrific, doesn't it? Yeah. I, so yeah, I guess I really am carrying through this episode this theme of I only have so many autumns left <laughs> uh, don't want to get sick and miss any yeah but i mean you know like like there are like like hay rides and like corn mazes and like i mean i don't know do you all have like a state fair like in the fall we we have our state fair at the beginning of october and that feels fall to me i guess hmm. because it's in october we probably do yeah, I've never not like to, yeah i've never not been to a state fair close. we have I've been to county fairs but yeah not here. yeah yeah or something like that. Yeah, we have county fairs back home in Greene County. Actually, the Jacktown Fair, little village called Wind Ridge that everybody calls Jacktown. Jacktown Fair is the longest running county fair in America. It's been running since like the 1850s or something. Oh, cool. And there's also the county seat, Waynesburg, has a fair every summer. But they're, they're, the fairs that I grew up with are all like July. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not a fall thing. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. Yeah, Lorraine's International Festival, 
where I grew up is um, we have a big fair where there's a, like a lot of my friends were part of the in high school were part of the there's, there's an international festival princess. So I so like I had lots of female friends who participated in that pageant and everything. It was like a big thing for 16 year olds growing up. But that's in June. Yeah, I think my county fair might have been in June, too. And like, mm-hmm. I think the reason I'm so familiar with the state fair is because I happen to live 30 minutes away from the Capitol where the yeah. state fairgrounds mm-hmm. are. But like, it really like made my fall for like the, you know, all the years in grad school. Like we'd go with a bunch of friends. And uh, the last year we went in 2019 before COVID hit, Josh won prizes for his bread baking. Like, oh, cool. hmm. He got a check from the state. <laughs> it was like, wow. I think it was like for $15, but still. <laughs> bread, for <laughs> bread for bread. You know, all these years, I have not thought of that joke. And I'm going <laughs> to log off this episode. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm going to make, I'm going to save that. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne. And like, Josh never listens to this show. So he'll think that I'm so funny. Um, <laughs> mm. Yeah, there's, I mean, that sort of thing. We have, like, not fairs, but there are the orchards around, like, apple orchards. Yeah. People will go and, and yeah. pick stuff. Uh, there's one locally, Sorgals, there are others, but that's that seems to be the big one. And people will just make a day of going out of the apple orchard and, and picking apples mm-hmm. and drinking cider. And, mm. and I think just being you know, out in the fall weather and the leaves and, and that yeah. sort of thing. I, the other thing, the other fall activity that I certainly grew up with was hunting season. Small game season comes in. I don't know when it is anymore. It's like September, October. So there were just months of squirrel hunting and rabbit hunting, grouse hunting. And the week after Thanksgiving is... So sorry, did you eat these squirrels and rabbits and I, stuff? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that's something. Yeah, I grew up with... I did this in my teen years and very quickly. Just I'm not a hunter by nature. I grew up in that culture. It was one of those manhood rights that was expected of me when I was 12. Did you actually have to like prepare it and everything yourself or did someone else? Oh do yeah. That? Yeah. No, I, did, I'm, it's been a while, but I could probably skin and gut a squirrel and cook it for you if you wanted me to. Huh. Okay. Um, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good to know. I'm what are you thinking of? There's an apocalypse. Wayne is a good person to know. I'm a valuable <laughs> member on the post-apocalyptic team. Yes. Okay. You need to keep I, these I, things in mind, Matt. I have a handful of rustic skills like that. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, not everybody did, but I mean, it was, we definitely, and, and yeah, I, tons of families just, and the deer mm. meat in particular, just as huge part of, of people's yeah. diet. I don't think I've ever had in, in the wintertime. I have a lot of people around me, more, more the white people than the black people, but yeah, white people up, love hunting. There was for a some lot reason. more white hunters in my, but like, yeah. Poor white. I mean, yeah. I, it's not like where I grew up. Jeff's been there. It's not a rich place. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, black people did a lot of fishing. I mean, yeah. there weren't really woods. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, and, and, uh, I've just yeah. never taken you. I've yeah. never taken you to the woods. Yeah. But there's places to hunt. Uh, I just didn't hang. Like the places that like I grew up fishing with my grandfather all the time. Like, yeah. That was yeah. That, that's yeah. where yeah. our food came from. Yeah. We ate a lot. I knew of you fished. I, yeah, yeah, I did a lot of that as well. Well, growing I up, fish I, a lot. it's now console owns it. It's now like the the area of, of fracking and like the world's largest coal mine the entrance oh. to it is just down the road but it's um it's a big chunk of land it, when i was growing up it was called the charmar ranch and it was a cattle ranch a thousand acres of woods and that was my backyard mm-hmm. and just the everybody hunted there so yeah, yeah. but yeah, and i mean and the eating what we hunted was i mean that was always part of it 
You must have had to use a really small caliber gun, right? It, it depends on what you're hunting. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking squirrels. Oh, yeah. Squirrels, squirrels, yeah. 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 You, typically squirrels, you'd use a, a shotgun. Um, oh, with the pellets. Yeah, with the pellets, right? Same way with the, the grouse or whatever. Yeah, I had, I, boy, I'm, I'm getting into what little knowledge I, I still retain from hunting or I had a, I had a rifle. It was an, it's an over and under. It was two barrels, one on top of the other. And the bottom part was a shotgun. It was a 410, which is a small caliber shotgun. And the top barrel was a 22 rifle. So you had the option of the, the bullet, the rifle for distance shots and the shotgun for, for things closer up. So it was kind of a perfect small game. So there's like a yeah. lever or something that determined which. Yeah, there was just shot. like there was a button that you just changed the barrel. Okay. Like a, a little switch thing. So exactly the kind of ball content that Hannah had. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, where, where, a, a 12 gauge would just, you know, you shoot, shoot a rabbit with 12 gauge, it just explodes. It just, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, there's nothing, nothing left. So. Stories about hunting are, are like powerful, like, like that, like Grey's Anatomy Thanksgiving episode in like season two. George goes hunting with his family and he's really annoyed about it. And like thinking about like some of the things we've been talking about, like apple picking and like hay rides and like mm-hmm. go into a farm like those are all tropes and like rom commy fall things like there's literally a hallmark movie i think called harvest moon i was gonna say it's definitely a, a hallmark they're, they're, the rustic hunter gatherer type um you know outdoorsman meets the big city gal is like uh, it's basically a hallmark christmas movie so, like waiting to happen but uh-huh. they, i mean also like hallmark has just started releasing christmas movies during <laughs> halloween and i'm like halloween, yeah. i'm like guys too soon you know they they know their market. Hallmark and uh, Hallmark no. Netflix and and Great American Family or whatever. <laughs> what's her name calls her? What, what is it? Whatever Candace Cameron's. Um, yeah. Whatever the the arms race for Christmas content is just on now. I mean, like, I feel like they're missing a couple of opportunities to have fall movies. I mean, same tropes, but like you could have autumn leaves yeah. falling instead of snowflakes falling. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, in the guise of murder. <laughs> Steph watches. Uh, Steph is a very big fan of um, of. There's this channel um, called in- Investigation Discovery for Stephanie. Um, other people watch it. No, other people, other people that are cable, fans of it on Facebook. It's literally a cable channel that exists only for Stephanie. <laughs> okay, well, hey, I you better stay alive. I feel like you brought Steph on this show so you make jokes about what she watches for this episode in particular. Mav. I didn't know we were going to go down this. Like, you think I predicted? the serial killer line yeah that's okay i mean it is fair it's fair i did not know that i do like watching she was going yeah i like yeah true crime we do have to do that true crime show and i also like lifetime movies where the guy is like the last one i watched the guy was a a surgeon this was actually based on a true story too Uh it's a lifetime movie sure was was married for a long time he had a daughter and then he they had he and his wife had adopted these younger girls from the ukraine and then she had a facelift then like after the facelift she ended up dying and it turned out that and shortly after she died his this person this nanny person moved into the house and the nanny was like clearly a psychopath (laughs) 
And then it turns out that the, she figured out that her dad killed him, and her. But then, like, like it, it was weird because in, in real life, you would story. know. True story. That's what it said. <laughs> it said based on a true story. Sure. And, but seriously, like surgeons are like have the highest rates of psychopathy of any, and one of the highest rates because right. you have to be very unemotional to be able to do. I could never be a doctor surgeon. You are a doctor. <laughs> not a, a medical doctor. I, not just a medical a, doctor. Again, oh. I did not make her tell this story. You said that I just wanted to make fun of her. No, anyways, these are bothered, the things that she watches. Me is the girl was clearly smart. His daughter was clearly smart, and she didn't figure out that he was a monster until that point. And then he like like they shared like a hotel like room. They had to sleep in the same bed, and then he like tried to molest her. Like this just came out of nowhere. It just kind of fell apart, and it didn't fall apart until later. Unlike Slaughterhouse, which fell apart earlier for me. So I watched the whole movie. <laughs> yes, you couldn't watch all of Slaughterhouse, but you know. well, <laughs> but, Slaughterhouse but, was not based on a true story. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, that would be awesome. But it wasn't. <laughs> I do like sloths. <laughs> they they may be my spirit boy. <laughs> can relate to. Them. <laughs> All right. Um, so, sorry, I brought that discussion to a halt. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about Cozy Grove and how I help ghost bears find peace. But <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, there's this video game called Cozy Grove that surprise Katya got me into. Yeah. And like you're a spirit scout, so like Girl Scouts, um, I guess, but like ghosty things. And you're on this mm-hmm. island, and there are these ghost bears who kind of look like penguins from a certain angle honestly and like there are spirit ghosts and you're like completing tasks to help the spirit bears be at peace okay and so i play this every october also sometimes i play stardew valley like katya does every october because i don't know it's cozy and it's fall and it's a farm and also there are ghost bears when else would you ever (laughs) want to talk about ghost bears (laughs) which is the exact opposite of like serial killers is it though so they're adorable yes it's cozy it's cute i mean i guess like cozy cute godless killing machines sure that's that's five nights at freddy's are the the ghosts ghosts, are the ghost bears on cocaine are they on cocaine no oh wow are you sure yes They give you presents whenever you complete tasks, and then you feed the spirit log to your flame, like like an anthropomorphic the word I can't say. Anthropomorphized. <laughs> yes, yes, the anthropomorphized flame, flamey. You feel feed flamey spirit logs, and he guides you on your journey. And I can just guarantee that <laughs> listeners right now are either googling Cozy Grove because something in this sounds interesting, or googling because they have no idea what i'm talking about and <laughs> if anybody's made it this far yeah 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 i doubt it so we've resolved nothing we we resolved <laughs> nothing I, Absolutely yeah, nothing. We, we weren't trying I to need resolve to take anything. Mav to like a haunted a ride why like you, you didn't seem to enjoy yourself i did enjoy it wait that's worse you're terrorizing <laughs> leave the scarecrow alone yeah i guess i i it wouldn't even occur to I, me I, be, to be, like, be, take apart the, the scarecrow living or dead. Like, I don't understand the positive here. Beware of ghost bears in the corn maze. 
Yeah. Ooh. I'd actually make sure you go to the bathroom before you go into the corn maze. <laughs> On a much more practical level. This was not a problem for me, but make sure you do that. And also maybe bring some water in there with you because you don't want to dehydrate in the corn maze, which we did bring some water, but it was not enough. And like I got thirsty toward the end, so I was very motivated to get out. How long did it take you to escape the corn maze? <sighs> like, I don't know, 30 minutes, maybe. Josh, okay, it, it, would, it, yeah. would, it would have taken us less time, except Josh didn't believe me about which way we should go. And fair enough, because, you know, if you know anything about me, usually you should never listen to me give directions <laughs> to anyone. Based on solving riddles, then you're good at that. But I was right about this. <laughs> so, so he had to eat his words. <laughs> Yeah, so. I'm more likely to want to try a corn maze than a haunted hayride. Haunted hayride okay, yeah. does not sound pleasurable. Right, yeah, I like the idea of this corn maze, so. unhaunted corn maze. It's nice. I will say, I there was supposed to be a petting zoo at the farm we were going to, but for some reason it wasn't there yesterday. So next year I will probably not do the corn maze and instead do the goat pumpkin carving at the other farm. Right? Wait, that sounds pumpkin? wrong. <laughs> goat pumpkin carving. You, you pumpkin carve with baby goats around you. You don't like actually. Oh, like, you don't you're carve. Okay. Oh, absolutely goat. no. This is no. It's like cute. Yeah, Wayne, do not go to this. Do not go to that. <laughs> no. I was just thinking. I was thinking things. that you were carving goats into pumpkins. Like I wasn't as disgusting okay, as you Matt, guys. See, you shouldn't go either. No, carving I goats. Can go into, to that. Why can't I make a pumpkin goat? Like I can make a jack lantern. I thought maybe like the. I thought maybe the the whole thing was you made like a jack lantern that was like shaped oh, that like was a goat. goat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's like goat what yoga, you said. but like you do art with pumpkins instead. Goat yoga. This thing that everyone does. They should. Make it very clear that people understand what the purpose is. Goat yoga is a thing? Yeah. Never heard of that? No. Yeah. White people are weird. (laughs) Goats like climb on you when you're doing yoga? Yeah, that's not what very cute. That's not what we call it out in the country growing up. (laughs) All I want to do is talk about cute stuff. Um, well, I, I will say so. So, my favorite fall thing, and I'll say our favorite fall thing, huh. like as 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 we end this, and this is going to be a massive surprise since this episode is Monday. Like, so not as we record, but as we as this episode releases, my anniversary is on Thursday, and I'm very much looking forward to my wedding anniversary and my dating stuff anniversary. Too. Most important thing in I my am life, too. a day that like I'm sure awesome day of the Stephanie year. has totally remembered before me just mentioning it right now. I have. I've thought of it. No, you have. I have. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, our anniversary is coming up. I have to remember that this time. <laughs> Tr- traditionally, so for the joke for the listeners. Like every once in a while, but then I forget it. But then I remember again. But I have to make sure that I keep remembering it long enough to nap, like act do, on do that. something right. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, the, so you know, you know the stereotype of like, you know, you have like an anniversary, and then the wife puts a lot of work into it, and then the husband forgets about it, so he's like trying to, you know, buy something on the way home from work, and so you know, the wife gets like a candy bar or something for their anniversary because it was it's what was at the gas station and like that kind of thing. They might get hungry too. <laughs> Well, that, those are sexist tropes because they're not real. In real life, what happened, or at least in my, to my experience, is the husband. This knows is when why they Mav really brought me on this show. Well, now, no, now you remember because, like, because you know, often because Stephanie has forgotten our anniversary before and my birthday. Uh, Mav never forgets anything. Valentine's Day. <laughs> we need. Are there any therapists out there that help us? <laughs> Happy anniversary, sweetie. It's, Is I'm that saying, the point of all this? Yes. Okay. I'm saying our, our anniversary is Thursday. We will be celebrating our anniversary before there is another episode. 
So that so that, oh, that's okay. exciting. All right. Well, happy anniversary to you. Yep. <laughs> happy anniversary. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But she totally, she totally remembered before I, just now. I did think of it. <laughs> I, I honestly did. I love I, I love the video clarification. She's like, I, I did think of it. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> I did. I'm like, oh, yeah. Our anniversary is coming up. Even though all of these big events seem to happen at the beginning of months, which make, makes it harder to remember. I don't understand how that is. Because, like, if it's at the end of the month and all month you're, like, seeing it at the end of the month. But if it's at the beginning of the month, you, you click the, the forward thing and, like, oh, it's there. And you didn't get a chance to be prepared. Okay. I've never forgotten. So, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> oh, my. She, by all these events, she's also... It's true. We should have gotten married, like, the 30th. November 2nd is our anniversary, and my birthday is August 1st. First? So she also, how are you going to remember that? First. It's the same day every year. <laughs> like, it's like July. And it's August all of a sudden, it's your birthday. Yes. Oh, that's, how, that's how calendars work. That's correct. <laughs> it's just... It's unreasonable. <laughs> like, like, reasonable person can be expected to like be prepared for that surprise. <laughs> I feel like here. I feel like this is a little bit when Harry met Sally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Stephanie, thank you. I guess you for I'm more likely to actually like remember like and enact on it. Awesome. We'll find out next year. Ooh. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> the next episode of Math keep, Complains keep, About keep, Stuff. Yeah. Keep us posted. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, thank you for coming on the show. All this right. was fun. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having is me. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Fall. I like fall. Fall is my favorite. Yes. Uh, oh, so you're plugging fall, just the general concept? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm pro fall. <laughs> Can you follow pl- fall on Twitter? <laughs> I don't know how you do that. There's probably a, I don't know. Probably. If Paul were on Twitter, it would have left by now. It would have, it would have had no patience oh, for what yeah. Twitter Oh, Paul on X. Paul on Japan. Yeah, you know I'm not going to plug anything to do with me, but, you know, I haven't plugged the food bank in a while, and it, it's unfortunate that sometimes, like, as a whole, our society only thinks about, like, giving to others during, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas and other holiday months, but it's not that time yet. So you can get an early start by looking up your local food bank and helping people because people need help year round. So food banks. I am plugging all the food banks. The general concept of fall, the general concept okay, of Okay, now food I feel banks. stupid. Why? Yeah. Uh, food banks is much better. No, watch this. Oh, yeah. Wait, anything you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to plug Mav and Stephanie's anniversary, which is coming up soon, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for remembering, Wayne. That's the thought of you. Yeah, you're, you're, you're Nobody's ever plugged our anniversary before. It's, it's, it's at the beginning of, of the month, so, uh, you know. <laughs> you don't forget. It's easy to forget. Um, oh. And as always, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or Blue Sky or Mastodon. Probably some other stuff. I don't know. All the places, always at Chris Maffert. You can follow the show on right now on Twitter, Facebook, and Blue Sky. I've been trying to use our Blue Sky account, so if you're not following us on Blue Sky, please do. But we're at Vox Popcast. You can follow the show's blog at www.voxpopcast.com where we post about whatever we're going to be talking about next week. I'm not sure what that is. We've, you know, we've been having some scrambling of topics lately, so. But you can leave us comments on this or on any other show and you can suggest topics for what you want to hear us talk about. You can just wish me and stuff a happy anniversary. We'd appreciate that. That would be really nice. Yeah, just like leave a comment saying happy anniversary you know it makes us feel special you know what i just um, discovered what's that i don't follow us on blue sky <laughs> you should hannah should follow us on blue sky 
If you enjoy the show, and we certainly hope you do, then please subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify or Pandora or wherever the hell else you get podcasts from. And do us a favor. Leave us a five-star review if you write something and leave a five-star review and not just reading. That really helps us out, especially if you do it on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That gooses the algorithm, makes us more popular, and makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside, which is what you want in fall. That's how fall should work. I should feel warm and fuzzy and good. Bab you specifically. Yes, you should. Yeah, I guess other people should feel that way too, but <laughs> we should all feel warm and fuzzy and good. <laughs> so, I would like to thank Maximilian of Bought for Music for our epic theme song, building ever so more epically and playing us out. I'd once again like to thank Stephanie for joining us. I'd like to thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody.